said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me, for I am the one. I am the Well, good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to thank you for taking time to tune in with us today for just a few minutes. We've entitled our study, A Journey Through Mark. And today we're looking in Mark's Gospel, chapter number 10. We're going to begin reading in verse number 38 and try to read down through verse number 40. And we thank the Lord again for you taking time uh, to join us this morning. And we've been studying now for some time in chapter 10. And my, my, what a wonderful chapter it is. I want to just review for a moment, if I could, with you before we read our text verses and just give you some thoughts as we go down through our verses. First of all, yesterday we looked at the delivered request. In verse number 35, we recall that James and John, who were the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus and they said these words, Master, we would that thou shouldest do for us whatsoever we shall desire. In other words, Jesus, will you do us a big favor? And then we see not only the delivered request, but they asked and we see the direct reply in, in verse number 36 of what Jesus said to them. And he said, what would ye that I should do for you? And I want to encourage you to use the words of Jesus and the wisdom of Jesus in your response when somebody asks you, will you do me a big favor? It's wise to know what the big favor is before you agree to it. And Jesus here directly replies to their question. And then yesterday, we looked not only at the delivered request and the direct reply, but we looked at the desired reward. Verse number 37, Mark 10, the disciples, James and John, brothers as they were, they wanted to, uh, to have a special position in the coming kingdom. In other words, one wanted to sit on the right hand and the other on the left hand of Jesus. And now today, we're going to look at our text verses with our Bibles open, and I hope you have your copy of God's Word with you, uh, open to chapter number 10 of the Gospel of Mark. First of all, we're going to see the straightforward response of our Lord. If you'll notice with me in verse 38, the Bible says, But Jesus said unto them, Ye know not what ye ask. Can ye drink of the cup that I drink of? and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. First of all, I want to draw your attention 
to the cup. If I would, and if you would, notice that this morning as we're studying here, it's interesting that Jesus is referring to the cup and he speaks of the cross of Calvary, the cup of suffering, the bitter cup, that cup that would he would be nailed to the cross of Calvary. And that cup represents the cross. As we're looking at this and considering what Jesus is saying to the disciples, he's asking them, can you drink of the cup that I drink of? And then he says, not only that, but he also says, and can you be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? In other words, that baptism is speaking of his death, speaking of the ultimate death of Christ upon the cross, upon the bitter cup that he is to drink. And so Jesus is asking them, and he asked them about the cup. And then I see in verse number 39, their confidence and we're looking at that. Notice in verse 39, and they say unto him, we can. Now, they were very self-confident. They didn't understand at all what Jesus was referring to going to the cross. They didn't understand that Jesus was talking about his death. They were ignorant of that, but they had self-confidence. Can I say to you and I, there's nothing wrong with being confident. But overconfidence is a dangerous thing. And these two men didn't understand what Jesus was speaking of. And let me say this to you and I. We need to be uh, confident in, in our salvation. We need to be understanding also of what the Word of God teaches us. So these guys were self-confident to the extreme that it brought them uh, to a place where they did not understand. And their confidence got them in trouble. They should have relied upon Christ Jesus. They should have relied upon him to explain that before they spoke and said, we can. For certainly we know that they had no ability within themselves, and you and I do not either. As we look at this, we see the cup and their confidence, the straight forward response of the Lord Jesus. Then notice secondly today, the Savior's pronouncement. In verse number 39, again, if I could draw your attention, we see the prophecy of the future. First of all, in verse 39, the Bible says, and they said unto him, we can, and Jesus saith unto them, and notice what he says in verse number 39, if you would, in your Bible, and I'm going to read it out of my Bible. And Jesus saith unto them, ye shall indeed drink of the cup that I drink of, and with the baptism that I am baptized withal shall ye be baptized. So Jesus is speaking of the future here for James and John. If we study the word of God, we find out that James was the very first martyr. After Calvary, James was the first of the disciples uh, besides Judas Iscariot who committed suicide, but James was the first one to be put to death as a martyr for the cause of Christ. And then we know that John was exiled. John was persecuted greatly for the faith. And in fact, 
Uh, some traditions say that that he was boiled in oil. They tried to take his life from him, and God did not allow that, and God miraculously saved John from that type death. Now, I don't know that to be 100% for sure. I wasn't there, but some of the traditions of men teach that, but we know that Jesus gave a accurate prophecy of the future when he said to them that that you're going to be baptized you certainly are going to suffer some persecution and then not only we see the prophecy of the future but we see a position of prominence but notice what Jesus said in verse number 40 about this place of prominence but to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. Now, here it is that we would think that Jesus surely would have the authority, since he is God, to choose who sits on his right hand and who would sit upon his left hand. But yet, we find the Lord Jesus totally submitted to the will of the Heavenly Father. Jesus is not going to do anything contrary to the Father's will. He is totally submitted to doing the bidding of his heavenly Father. And so should we as well. If we're going to be like Christ, we should submit ourselves completely to the Lord Jesus, to God the Father, and to the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Jesus, here in our verse, we see him totally submitted to the will of God the Father. And he's saying in this statement, I believe he's saying, Lord, Father, whatever you want is what I want. Whatever pleases you is what pleases me. I think we can see that. I hope and pray that that would be your prayer as well. Whatever, Lord, pleases you, pleases me. And then we notice something else, and I'm just going to say it this way. We find that Jesus is trusting the Father with this situation. Whoever it is that's going to sit on the right hand, God, Father, I trust you with it. Whoever's going to sit on the other hand, Lord, God, Father, I trust you with it. And that's what Jesus did. Well, as we're looking at these verses, we've concluded down through verse number 40. And we're going to stop there for today. And again, we'll pick up tomorrow on the next Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. I want to thank you again for taking time to tune in today. May God richly bless you is our prayer. We hope and pray that you've been benefited and blessed by our study here in the Gospel of Mark. We'll pick up again, once again, in chapter 10 tomorrow, Lord willing. May God bless you today. This is Pastor Donnie Schubert of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. God bless you. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just